Farscape 2000 Crackers don't matter. The episode opens with Diego John walking down the corridor around Moya. Aboard Moya, Diego is telling John about trading expedition he and the others have just returned from and guess they brought along. Diego, his name is Talalix. John, not thrilled. We brought him on board. Diego, he said he could adjust Moya's electromagnetics so no one could be able to trace us. John's sceptical. Oh, great. So he's like one of those mechanics on 60 Minutes who says he could gonna help. Then he screws us. Diego Crichton, we have to do something. Scorpius has left wanted beacons for us all over the commenced planet. John sighs wearily as they arrive at Teleport Bay, where the others unpacking groceries and talking to the visitor. John Cicini, who's pushing a dolly stacked with containers piled up as tall as herself. What do you buy? Cicini's dried food rectangles. John, that's it? Cicini, as he takes a bite of one. That's it, a thousand units of them. John, in Cretus crackers? You've just bought crackers? Cicini, don't start. I told them to buy something else. She's choking a bit on stream dryness of the crackers. They didn't listen to me. Excuse me. Excuse please. She only pushes him past him, presumably to make a dash for water. Aaron, she's munching crackers as she suddenly plods a device down. She's brought back with him. That's why we only had time to get crackers. John, they wanted a beacon. They wanted a beacon. Aaron, I got ten of them in the market in the city. We've got to get off the planet and straight away in case anyone figured out where we were. John, well, it does make beautiful souvenir, Avon. Avon tinkering with it. I was trying to find a tracing of Scorpius location on it. That way we could go the opposite direction. Sillanan, calling to him, them, from a small distance way. Telexix is ready. Avon, oh yes, Sillanan. So I did test your next device on your module. She reaches for another cracker. They like they like, they look like soda crackers. John dryly, not because of the crackers. Wonderful. Wouldn't want to use the umbrella, would we? Aaron, well, no thanks to you. Your module has my motivations on it, so we can moderate, moderate, monitor, and verify the results. Telex, there's something icy about him. He's slightly built humanoid in shape. He wears robes that conceal his body. His head is odd enough for though. He has long pointy ears, a long pointy chin, stiff bristles and an antennae protrudes rambling from his head. His ears are covered by short, stiff hairs. Grain something that looks like a nose or canoe or oxygen. Cranium is huge and has what looks like a tiny bellows implanted on top. A hat frequently expands and contracts. He also appears to be blind. Skin has been completely grown over the two bumps where his eyeballs would normally be. His manner is that of gentle intellect. Hesitant times, he speaks with the crew, as if he's unsure how he's being received. Control voice? Gentle device that I make for Voya will be much larger, of course, but it works on the same principle. It programs itself in the universe of the power drive. I need someone to start the module, please. John muttering, yeah, of course you do, Will. Leaves Aaron's side and steps towards Terex. Terex, he's says aggressively. You know, I once bought a set of knives from this guy on TV. Cat swore to me. Even would they could cut through bone metal shoes. Hell, 
he could cut through my damn car, still, still slice, dice, and still dice tomatoes. You know what I'm say, saying? That? What? He was lying to Nix. I don't understand. If you don't wish my services, John Bingo, Cooper, Nix, the fluffy dog. John Nix raising his gloved hand the side of his head. Please, softer. Your voice hurts my ears. John, okay, softer. I don't want you here. But they do. So I'm going to start my engine. However, I love my module. So do anything funky better happen. So nothing funky better happen to it. He makes the walk past Genix. Genix is in. Pulls him aside. He says to John, Excuse me, be sure to turn the power down. Drive to up on. Just 10 microns. 10 exactly. On that, the central device will overheat and explode. John is Aaron. Stuffs crack her mouth with crackers and laughs. Just gets better and better all the time, doesn't it, guys? Rings in the module cockpit and starts it up. Cancer module begins to blur, turning at the rear. The blur intensifies. The module becomes invisible. Blur lines moves forward. Six, seven, eight, ten. The blur line gets back to his head. The test is get over. He powers down the module engines. The beginning becomes completely visible again. The then gasping amazement. My goodness, it works. John, see? They hang up never hand. Laugh. Zane lays her hand on Telex's arm. John eyes him. What are you looking at? Cut, later cut to pilot. Then John is there. Both consumerate with. You convince the great navigators and the cons and pros of doing business Telex. John, no, I don't like it either. But you did it. I'd order disappeared. I disappeared. Pilot, how is your module? John, checked it out fine. I checked out fine. Pilot, with unusual burtness. You're vaguely, well, concerned about you. I'm much more interested in how this affects Maya. John, took look, to an extra vice, will be the only way past the bandit hunters. Like Scopey's going to send after us, Pilot Blank, Oakley. It may be, but I don't think it's wise to do the transformation yards on this planet. John, he says he can't, he can, can't build a device out here. It's too big. But I and John, do you trust him? John, dismissive. Have you ever seen him? He's blind. He's got a big head, but he's blind. Barring the Yoda factor, if he gives us any trouble, we can lock him up. John, persistent. Do you trust him? John, impatient. Hell, no, I don't trust him. Do I look stupid to you? Pike cocks his head ever so lightly. DRD he squawks. No, please, don't answer that question. Pilot, you do your long-range crane on the planet when you send Aaron out the prowler to check out. out. Going to play this thing safe. I think it's worth the risk. Pilot, a reluctant sigh. Chasing course now. Cuts the view of Moya entering a region of space dominated by five large pulsar stars. Check packed close to each other. Cut to the command. Rodego, John, Rigel, Zazanne and Telex watch. Telex, my planet, is one solar day's travel beyond the five pole stars. So then they're beautiful. Telex, yes, but I should warn you. John sort of voice, oh, here it comes, Telex. Uh, it's, uh, don't worry, it's nothing really. But as we travel through the light, postal light, occasionally affects, puts his gloved hand to his mouth, as though embarrassed to say something. Lesser species. There you go, well defined, lesser species. Telex, the interrogating. Oh, genetic labours, and the gift mentors. If really it should disturb beings of your central nature. Is that true? They go, what exactly does the light do to the lesser species? Telex, slight impairment of judgment, some woundedness perhaps. John, that's it. Telex, that's it. Effects are minor, temporary. It is as long as it just pulls as light simmers over the face faces. 
John, feel anything? Anybody feel anything? Jago, no hope. Why do you nope? Say Dan, I do. Jago grunts. Oh, I feel good. That's the light. Jago and John with a moment of groaning unison. Oh, great. Uh, later, cut to John takes. John is showing the guests the quarters for the trip. Being a little obnoxious, he walks in front of Telex. His two fingers raised in front of Luke Williams' face, testing Telex's two fingers. John, I thought you were blind. Telex, I am, but my other senses are compensated. They're up to the radio assaults. I never be able to read a database, but I can sense motion void. Most DRDs steps delicately over one in his path. John, he catches sight of Stan alone in the central chamber. Emile's at Eton. She has several crackers. Crackers in front of her. John says to Telex, "Hang on a second, Pip. What is, what's she gonna? What's she doing?" Goes at her. Saying, "Oh, I'm having sex with three hyena donkeys. What does it look like?" John, "How come you woke up with a command? Didn't you see the pulse of light?" Do you know, seeing everything in the universe has Crichton. Don't worry, I was listening. Light won't affect me. John Lloyd, are you seeing things, son? Seeing what? John Crackers, are you stuffing your face? Are you saving some for the rest of us? Seeing a foot with a mouthful. Ah, oh, well, there's plenty more. John Wright, he exits passing Diego, who's just come in. Eye each other, but they see nothing. Pogo pauses to watch John leave before turning to Senior. Diego, what was all that about? Senior penitent. He thinks I'm stealing food. He thinks I'm taking more than I my share. Diego, and you are, are you? Senior, no, look. You've got to talk. He stuffs a piece of cracker in her mouth. She looks at him. Cut back to John Tillix. The latter is apparently a bit fussy about his quarters. John bored, impatient, annoyed. What's wrong with that one? Tillix, ah, oh, too noisy. My ears detect noises well above your range. Is here anything further from the engine core? John, fine. I'll take the you down another tier. Right in demanding tone as they pass his quarters. We're doing John, finding Tillix a place to bulk. Right away, well, he's not coming in here. John, he wants, doesn't want to go in there, cranky, where his senses heightened, including recording his nose. In fact, you might kill him without intending to. Roger growls as John starts to leave. But then he turned back just to torment Roger's stomach trouble. Oh, but you know, you might want to get back to the central chamber. Roger, why? John, no reason. Just uh, whispering. Senior is eating all the food. Turns down back to Senior X and says, as they continue, a guy eats the crack his body weight to it's a day. Tillix following John. I see him, hmm, yes. Cut Aaron, who's still working the wanted beacon. Hologram of Scorpius materializes from it, speaks, all the scratching skips. Scorpius ruled for the capture of John Crichton. Reward for the capture of John Crichton. John Crichton, John. Zidane so enters in time to see Aaron thump the beacon and a fist a couple of times recording cuts off. Zidane, so Marley, and Custody. What have you done? Aaron, I've done nothing. I haven't done anything. Obviously, burnt glitch transmission. I'm just trying to see if there's any da- more data on it. Dana demanding, like the what? Aaron, angrily, oh, I don't know. Like, why you leave me alone and go and sit in the sun? So then, as long pauses end, slowly paces towards Aaron, arms folded. You wouldn't tell me, would you? Aaron, tell you what? There's Anne leaning towards Aaron. Then leaning towards Aaron, feels another message on there. So you have a message from Scorpius offering you a pardon for turning us in. Aaron snapping. You ever do this thrilling annoying? I'm trying to work here. John by comms and Anne. Where are you? Then I'm up in the maintenance bay, John. About to fight up a fight with Aaron. 
Jaron Schultz said specifically, but doesn't look up from her work. John cut to him standing in front of the cell. Somewhere on Moya, the Tullix inspects it. Don't do that. Remember what Tullix said about pulsar light. Then smiling. That's right. He said that. It's affected leaves of species. Going pointly at Aaron. It means that may explain her behaviour. She turns away from Aaron, who annoys her. John, then get up down here. It's your turn to space it, Tullix. You brought this fussy arse on board. You're driving me nuts, Suzanne. Are you sure you're right, John? John, I'm fine. Just get me your big blue butt down here. Cutadega breathing loudly. As he walks down one of Moya's dim, sinuous corridors, he stops to hear the sound of Rigel muttering to note tours to find the diner sitting in the central chamber, a stack of crackers in front of him. Diego, what are you doing? Rigel mildly. Mm, nothing. I just. Diego Ferris, what are you doing? Rigel's speeches fear. Diego strides in the room. He sees him and flips him onto the table. Rigel's stammering quite and quite and said, Sudan was stealing food. Diego obviously decided to get you here first. Rigel, a little manic. We eat anything. There's not mugget covered. Diego dangerously. Obviously, so were you. How ah, where'd you whisper? Stradan said, told me that, that you would start to rob for us. Rigel, as I'm not. It's that bitch. It's Suzanne. She's, Diego cutting him off. She's not, she's not eating here, one here. Softly and deadly. But if you want the crackers so badly, I'll give you those crackers. Because it's Rigel on his back. You want crackers, girl? He holds Rigel down with one hand. The other begins stuffing huge handfuls of crackers down his throat as hydrogen chokes and struggles. He's got plenty sleep. You eat, you've got three stomachs, one of them must be empty, eat them. Finally, he pulls his violent assault to look down at Rigel's terrified and weakly moving one hand over his clod mouth and throat, trying to beg Diego to stop. Diego turns at his heel and storms to the room. Cut to Tillix and Zanane. Zanane's fur being bad. Babysitter, laying near the window through the through the which pulsar light is flowing, stretching moaning Tullix watches and called Pilot Viacom. Tullix, Pilot? Pilot, yes. Tullix, I think there's something wrong with Zidane. She's been some kind of trance. Pilot, is she smiling? Tullix, yes, I think so. Pilot, cut to him and Dan. She's probably just enjoying the pulsar light. She's a plant. Put her in a light. Watch her smile. Tullix, may I ask you one more thing? Pilot, slowly, yes. Tillich's quite an investor, Moya. Do you like them? Pilot thoughtfully, you know? Don't think I do like them. Tillich's her thoughts much. Later, cut to John, walking to a corridor, calling to Pilot. John, Pilot, 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 call, yes. John, where are we? We're coming. We've been coming for you for half an hour, and you didn't... You didn't pick up, Pilot, aggressive, passive, aggressive, I didn't hear. But there's something wrong with your signal. Johnny must have directed yourself before demanding. Have you noticed anything different around here, Shellhead? In case you haven't, let me be the first to inform you. People are starting to act as a little strange. Why do you run a spectrum analysis? See who is the light yet. What's the light to cause this? Pilot in tone that suggests he'd like to run one up John's nose. I run a scan. John says with pissy accent. Emphasizes annoyance. Thank you so much. And then, Pilot's lip, lip twitches. He just knocks dangerously. Meanwhile, John approaches the maintenance bay. Aaron and John are there, squabbling as he enters. Aaron is still fiddling with a volunteer beacon. Sedan pestering. Aaron, just give me a look. Aaron, controlling. Will you stop it? She's angry. Where are you hiding? Come on, let me see it. There's nothing on there. Show me the whole message. Aaron, possessive. Back off, Sine. Sine is sneering. Old sister, I think 
Maybe you should back off. Senior told us you were. John Lelly breaking into the confrontation. What the hell is going on here? Aaron, she's guiding down the beacon with her light body. A wrench, raised effectively in front of her face. Nothing. Suzanne, fairly quivering with fury as she points at Aaron. She won't pay me the message. There's a message on there. She won't show it to me. Aaron slamming down the wrench and defending herself to John. She's out of her freaking mind. There's nothing on there. John, show her the message. Aaron, what? John, show her the message. There's nothing secret on the beacon. Just show her the message. You can't get out, out, out of here. Anne makes a move to comply. See any paranoid? She's stuttered it on now. Wait a minute. Why do you want me to watch it? What's on there you want me to see, Joanne? Jolly slowly turns the faces off with Sinead, saying in a tone of contempt. You know what? Aaron's right. You're freaking insane. Sinead's fantastic. Getting ready to square off against him now. Thank you, Dago enters. Dago, what's going on here? John didn't to Ego. About about. Taking his eyes to Chino, he sneers. Go back, you crazy mountain grizzly. You're one not wanted here. Chino talking to Dago, but in John's voice, face. They're up to something. They are. They're working together. First of all, they don't want me to watch the beacon. Now they want me to watch the beacon. John, leaning back contemptuously. Oh, yeah. I'll give you a squirrel nut. What that you watch? He makes a provocative, consenting move to touch her. She yells with rage and slaps him his hand away. Jago clapping her hand. John Sullivan pulling away from Genie. Why don't you show her what's on the beacon? John jerking away from Dago. Get your hands off me. Dago gets let John have it. The left hook to jaw. Aaron parrying furiously up to Dago. No, no, I don't think so. John bouncing up to get between the two of them. Aaron, Dago, what the hell are you doing? Look at it. We're fighting over lousy crackers. Secret messages. What that don't, that don't exist. No, we're, no, we're never normal guys. Someone want to tell me what's happening? Dago, after a moment, he turns away. Sorry, John. John, that's all right, champ. It's just as soon as we get past the pulses, everything will go back to normal. <coughs> Shane backs off too, and he does. Goes to stand with Dago. Aaron, who actually remains, standing by John, and she says quickly, I hope so, Shane. Feel free to take a look or not take a look. Don't really care. Don't really don't care. She smiles in sinners, in sinners, in sin. Sincerely, Tina Green defiant. Yeah, that's right. I'll do what I want to do. She leaves. Um, great. Okay. You know, I was trying. She screams after seeing her. Be polite. She leaves in a different direction. Dago, you all right? John smiles. Yeah, fine. Dago, I'm good. Pat John's shoulder leaves in the direction of Tina went. Johnny's face fades and he mutters to himself, Oh, yeah, you're real good. Now, Pilot, Pilot grunts a kind of menacing insanity. John Nicholson didn't well in shining. Oh no, don't make me come up there, Philip Pilot. He exits anyone left in the room is TK X been watching him from the ceiling where he clung, clings upside down like a fly at one Moyer's support straps. Our AR a DOD also seeing rolls up to him, squawking insensibly. Ted X turns his head towards it suddenly a line of lights that run from his where his eyes should have been. Up along his temple begin to glow, emits his eyes was a bolt of light that hits the ARDs, killing it. He drops the maintenance bay floor, takes scuttles off across the ceiling. Cut back to Zan, still stunning herself. The next has rejoined her. John has come to confront him. John Curious. A little, you said a little. You said a pulse of light might affect judgment a little. They say admit a little more than a little to next, mildly dissensive, bit snide. Well, I'm sorry. Never heard a pulse affecting bit sense being so drastically. John, impatient. 
Ah, why is it not fetching in? Takes a think. It must be the blind blindness. I'm not sure why. But light disturbs the optic neurons. Triggers distrust. I know neurons. Thus, no distrust. Dear, seemingly mellow. Just enjoy it, John. Enjoy it. John, yeah. You're another one, blue girl. So then giggles at John. Says to Zex. Ironic radiation gives her pose of crescents. Unless she's faking it. They can do that now, you know. He goes to the land without taking his eyes from Telex. Hey, so then you're faking it? Then giggling as he waves her hands over. As he's directing awkwardly. Sure, no, no. Telex, well, perhaps we should turn back. Advice is not worth risking any, any of you. Any of you, so then, not momentarily, but for months. For sliding back into woo woo land. Shut up. We're not turning back. I want more. Stay right here. Go round in circles. John, there's no point in it, is there? Turning back. We're already halfway through the pulsar field. So he corrects that effects should start to vanish so. John, one would hope so. They're, they're better. Cut to Aaron pacing down the corridor. He's carrying a pulse gun and swinging her head slowly back and forth at looking. As if looking and listening to something, she stops. Aaron in loud whisper. Why do I know you're down there? Down here, a fearful whisper, whimper, is heard and Aaron zeroes in. She kicks a grating and passes the rider who's hiding in the crawl spaces behind it. John, the rider terrified, quotes pitifully, Ah, let go of me. Did Ego send you to finish the job? Aaron was still whispering urgently, Be quiet, I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah, we don't want anybody to hear us, so shut up. Now, I don't like you, Dryo. I think you're a coward in the Senate. Maybe that's why I can trust you. You're too much of a coward to betray me. Rider intrigually. I trust you too, Aaron. Aaron, shut up. I've got a plan. I need someone to watch my back against the others. She puts a muzzle of a gun to Rigel and flicks off the safety. Do you want to volunteer? Cut us, Chen and Diego, conferring together in another Moyer's corridors. Chen, Aaron's defi- definitely hiding something from me. There's something else in on the beacon. Diego thinks you're trying to contact Scorpius. Chen, slyly, through the beacon. Diego, she could be trying to turn us in. Trying to work in Crichton. Diego, let's... So he gets forth with one of his hissing snarls. I don't, I'm not sure. Way to predict ourselves to get off the ship, said so Anne. We I hear a sound of the footsteps approaching. Shining, well, you deal with it. She ducks away, said Anne. Strides into view, said Anne. Hello, Diego. Diego, what do you want, Diego, said Anne. So impulsive, but obviously completely unconcerned with everything he may or may not be up to. More light. Diego, are you working, Crichton? Said Anne. Decisive. What are you talking about? Leave me alone. She brushes him and passed him. There goes Dazan. She turns around and he strikes her with whip like tongue. She goes down like a sack of her fogey seed. She only re enters. Dago says to her as he, uh, he eyes her in prone form. She's definitely working quite in. She knew definitely. Cut the pipe is then. John has come to see the, the right navigator because he issues spectrum scans. The funny pilot being commonly lippy. Pilot previously well into Mercer's assessment of the human race. Only good in my experience with you. Never seen such a defa- deficient species. John's struggling to keep his cool as he leans on the console. Stares at Pilot. Have you run a scan of postal light? Pilot ignoring the question. He stares back at John. A look, kind of look of scientists might have an interesting, a revolting specimen. How do humans make it for a cycle? In a hyper circle, by killing each other. John is starting to fray the edges. We find it difficult 
have you run the scan? John, Miss Lucy. Pilot Lucy, you have no special abilities. You're not particularly smart. Can you hardly smell? Can only see? Can not even physically, vaguely physically or spiritually imposing? If there's anything you do well? John, watch football. Have you run the scan? But there's nobody trust you, Cotton. Do you know that? Sometimes they pity you because you've your confidence or you've moved them. John, that's it. Make shakes his head and begins to take on over pilot. He climbs over the console. Mama always said, you want to dummy it down, you do it yourself. Pilot swats John's hand. Don't touch my console. John swatting back at the pilot. Oh, you want to talk about incompetence? Pilot pushing John's hand away from the console. Get off, go away. John pushing back the pilot's claws. Mama want to dump your ass. Heartbeat, if you had your choice. Pilot, enough. And with that, as John has his hand upon it, front claw, there's a flash of light, like electrical charge that throws him several yards from pilot console. Sudden silence that follows as John rolls over his head, cleared by an inspected tap. Pilot waves a claw at him and says, I warned you. John gets feet to stare at pilot, pilot. What has happened to you? Pilot firmly, nothing happened to me. John, can you see the light? Pilot, what are you talking about? John, a parcel light. Is it physically coming in here? John, pilot, no, my readings are on. Is it? Of it on the register of the Moyers database. John was raising concerns, so you don't actually see light, so why are you being affected by it? Pilot vehemently, I'm not. Now get out. John staring pilot. He tries to think through. I've been I've been in light, is it Annie? Been in light. But he points the pilot for a moment, then snaps his fingers. Shortly after he cuts to John, striding down the corridor towards the cargo bay with Aaron and Vigil working. John, hey guys, I think I've got I'm on to something. He, as he nears Aaron Wells at him, a gun drawn, train on him. Aaron, stay back. We've been only taking our equal share of food. John freezing, he says mildly, I'm just trying to. Why do you cut him off? If he comes in, close to shoot him. John, trying to hold it together. Look, doesn't it make, don't make me crazy, okay? It's hard enough for trying to. Aaron cutting him off. People have been stealing food, so we're going to take what we. Aaron, John cutting him off as he starts to lose it. I don't care about crackers. Rigel, we do, we want. John's supposed to be food. Is that what it's all about, is it? Is that? Is that? That's it. He pulls. He takes on a really insane look around again. Continues a low, menacing tone. Okay, then where's my ice cream? Aaron, giving John a strange look, he goes to shock them back to rationality. What? John Demoni, where's my ice cream? Rigel, separation in savage. I don't know what you. I know every food in the galaxy. John Rowan, where's my damn ice cream? Roger Haughty, in tones that suggest he hasn't heard, always can't be worth eating. An idea what eyes as green is. John Hissing, is that it, Sparky? Gonna take the road well travelled. Gonna play dumb? Starts to sing, I scream, you scream. We all scream for ice cream. Stops us suddenly and starts a manacle rush of words. There's skin, Robins, Bersani, Jerry's. Good humour. What's your favourite, or Fresco School? He turns and runs out the cargo bay. Jaren stares quizzily after him. Cut a view with Moya. Moving slowly through dark space, they cut the pilot in his den. She's seen she's between him and Felix, who is somewhere deeper with Moya. They speak via calm pilot demanding the standing irritable. Felix, where my dear there is? There's none up here. Felix, I'm sorry, pilot. I should have told you. I need their help. Pilot, for what? Felix, standing a bit mechanical himself, full of darkness. I hurt my eyes. They make me blind. I need that to make light. Pilot more bright light, pilot and tone somewhere between crosses suspicion. What are you doing in here? Talex, don't be alarmed, I'm just altering Moya's boy luminance for a few more moments. Pilot makes a dubious grunt. It won't hurt her, trust me. Pilot I don't.
Tenix, where's the crew? You trust him? Pilot taken aback. What? Tenix, do you trust him? Pilot confused. I don't know. Tenix, bold. Do you need the rest limb of order to function? Pilot, for suddenly certain. No, they're getting away more than help. Tenix, I suspected that. I can help you, Pilot. If you help me, I may have a proposition for you. You find agreeable. Pilot staring and rudely into space. Go on. Cut the docking bay with the ego signal. John's module was trying to work CN is sitting slumped over the floor unconscious. Dago, boss, bossy, hurry up. Not moving fast enough, trying to be annoyed. So why don't you get off your fat ass and help me? John quietly enters the bay, listening. This changed before speaking. John, did you kill Zidane? Johnny and Dago trying to face him. Dago chuckling. Now she was walking around, all zapped out, so uh, he makes a slapping whoosh. Sound to indicate his tongue lash and laughs a little before saying in a sly tone. Now she was reporting back to you, wasn't she? John is trying to grin at him and ducks under Diego's arm to come in up the casual brace with the luxon. Baby Ginger, have a, have a see you wonder bar to know. Don't have a wonder bars in nineteen sixty, John. Women have to make make do with paytex slugs and foam, rather push up pads or Kleenex back then. Where are you guys talking a moment, you know? Besides that, Ginger wore to be a bar. She knew loosely sussy. We're getting off Moya. John calls the, the other two look like a couple of fools. Am I muddled? Don't think so. It displays a bit of the circuitry. And he's looped over his little finger. Afraid it needs it to fly. He's this a fly of disabled hangar doors. No one's getting off the boat. He rolls out of the docking bay at Sini. Dago's great shivery after him. Johnny. Doesn't care about Zidane. Dago told you what? Jenny executes himself behind Dago's arm. Oh, Dago? Uh, he just left me. Left her here. Dago, yeah. Trying you said. You said he was working for her. Dago, she was. Uh, Jenny, she was. Stay back. Dago, Jenny. Jenny, she hops down the module. No, you stay back. Floats it out, leaving Dago alone. Puts a useless module. Trying to work out what went wrong. Dago, huh? Cuts the command. Arians checking. Creating a blockade entrance. The Rigel looks on. Aaron, I'm not planning to steal your food, Rigel. Rigel, know that. Aaron Bussy, well then, stay alert while I do this. We need some bargaining power in this. Rigel, irritable. I'll stop nagging. I'll watch to. I'll watch you back. Aaron, brilliant. At this rate, then, I'll survive. What? An extra two microns? Rigel, didn't, if you don't watch it, bitch, I'll jump back into the air duct and you'll be. Aaron, you what? Run away, as always. Rigel, never run away. A strictly manoeuvre. And really, he draws a gun and seizes John Rigel. John, in a moment, is heard outside the room. He pushes the huge civil door open a bit, pokes his head at them. Here, Johnny, ha ha, honey. Aaron, go away. He ducks back at the sight. Aaron approaches the door with a gun drawn. But he gets there, he appears at the other end of the door, looks at him. John, hey, kids, what's going on? Isn't the French Revolution type of thing? And stay out. John, listen, maybe you're crazy, but could be just a good, but I've got a plan. What do you say we all put your guns down? We'll lock him in the closet. That way nobody gets hurt, Aaron, no. Uh, John, honey. Please, Aaron takes a shot at him and misses. Betty ducks away. Ow! Aaron calling after him. Next time you want a croton, it'll be a croton, Crichton. I heard your last at the wordplay. Cut to John in the corridor. John hissing by a comb. Pilot, pilot. Put him presently. Something the matter, Crichton? John, it's that damn piece of you, bitch. Bag of safety in command. Think he's trying to take over the ship. Pilot with cool menace. Aware of her actions, John. Shut it down. Light power. All of it. Sorry, sorry, John. I cannot do that. 
John, what? Pilot? Pilot? Aaron poking your head. I'd talk to him. Got a little bit of problem, Commander? Well, now you've got one more. Because the only way you're going to get my weapon, place a muzzle with a gun, from temple if I'm dead. John, look at what you're doing. Aaron, what, huh? John, look. Aaron realizes what he's doing and begins to laugh hysterically. Aaron laughing. Yes, you're right. You're so right. She looked back at Rigel. He's absolutely right. And looking back at John, she starts laughing abruptly. See, says a deadly tone, the power's setting too low. That increases her weapon charge. Takes another shot at John. Thank you. So much better. John, you miss. Whoa, whoa. Retreats down the corridor. Cut John walking through the corridors. He wears. He's a voice of Scopies repeating his name. Moves towards it to find Tina. Hall squatting over the wealthy beacon. Above it is a hologram across Quietus. Still wears. Hovers repeating his truck. Recording name is John Crichton. John Crichton. His name is John Crichton. John approaching her. What she's doing? She interrupts up and makes a flee, but John grabs her progressively by the arm. Whoa, Iron. No, no, hey, Missy, why are you missing with a beacon? That beacon? Sheena, as the hologram continues to repeat John's name. Hey, well, hey, well. Oh, hey, Johnny, well. I'm not messing with nothing. But that she needs him to cry. He doubles it over and angrily. She laughs and exits John on his knee. He asks, oh, God, damn. He looks at the ring image of Scorpio, chokes out hopelessly. That, that doesn't, they don't get it. They don't get it, Scorpio. They don't get how crazy they are. And the he saw the hologram starts to repeat his name, starts talking back to him. Scorpio's right, John. They don't get it. John greets at the image. They don't get how crazy they are because John watches the hologram, solidifies in what appears to be the real Scorpius, who steps down and casually leans over to speak close to John's ear because they stole the crackers. Cut the command. Aaron continues to arrange it as Rigel watches. Rigel, he'll be able to make a, take over my pilot won't let you. Aaron, I have disabled his ability to spy up here. We have to we have to hope that his others keep him busy. Rigel, hope? Your great plan depends on hope. Why pilot pumps of poison gas in here? Oh. Oh, Aaron, we have to risk it, don't we? Of any sort as a soldier, has to take chances of attack at the nerve centre. Rigel, getting fed up. Shut up. Don't need a grunt to give me military salt lecture. I wrote his military salt lectures. Aaron annoyed and contemptuous. You? The only thing you've ever sold is a plate of cubes. I shout Aaron. Rigel's talks with a conscientious grunt of his own. Cut John walking to corridors. Moya, trailed by solitary nemesis. John looks shell-shot as Scorpius natters on. Scorpius, remember? That cracker, the older kid. Huey Lewis, who beat you up for that. You were just twelve. It took months. But you got even, John. Stops. You poured sugar on his poor Harry's Harley. Harry had no idea it was you. John makes no response, just a turn, walking in the opposite direction. Scorpius follows. Yes, revenge is sweet. This person is cold. You like revenge, don't you? John wheels to Scorpius. Fake Scorpius. Scorpius, shut up. Low volume tone. I hate it when villains quote Shakespeare. Shut up, walks past Scorpius in yet another direction. Scorpius, so he continues to walk. Welcome, John Sansi. They're coming to kill you, John. Better get ready. Cut the telex is still somewhere deep in Moya. Working his, making his alterations to her. Seeing shifts between him and Pilot is den. Telex crying out, I need more light. Pilot already boosting three digital core channels. Telex early. Need more. Please light. So you save me. Then I'll save you. Pilot's standing, standing a bit bewildered. He's almost speaking to more to himself than to Telex. Save me from whom? Telex helpful. From the others, don't you understand? They're plotting against you. You may not trust me, but you believe me. 
trust them less. Bunny groans a bit, trying to resist, not able to as he replies with trepidation. Boosting in two more channels. Core channels. Cut to Gaga Bay. Diego is there with Squatcher, drawn defensively. He paces guardedly with crackers. John steps out of concealment with pulse gun drawn. Calls to him, John, drop it. Diego turns and make no move to obey. Go ahead, try it, Mosia. Try it. They face off each other, down by. Well over. Diego finding waivers, trip knowing. Can't bring the quiver to firing position faster than can pull his trigger. Good boy. Diego, go on, kill me. Scob is visible to all but John. Stands in silence, assaults him. Go on, Diego, do it. Can go to the beach. No place for naked, scrolling ladies, girls, by greatest shooters. John, he had a second gun. Which he aims at Scorpius with his left hand. Go away, Scorpi. You're not real. Diego eyes John quizzically. John refocuses on him. Ah, what am I doing? Being irrational. Ah, oh, well, a little here, a little pain. With that, he shoots Diego in the leg. Yeah, it was a pain, fell to the floor. Scorpius eagerly. Finish him, finish him. We can go to a little eye telling joint. I know. John shifts his attention. Both guns to towards the growls. John, I ain't. I don't like eye telling. Scorpius, don't be a coward. Kill him. Not me, him. John turns back to Diego, but finds only puddled of blood. Was that? That's him being trailed blood droplets leading away. John emits a wickedly annoyed laughs and goes after him. Cut the scene here, walking nervously through moist corridors, looking at someone, but uh, just anyone in fact. Cheney, Diego, Suzanne. Reminder, she is the voice of one person. Don't want to meet her. John, hi baby. Before she can make a move on him, he grabs her, toughly pushes her face full first against the wall, hides, holds a gun to presses her body against hers. Quietum, Sian, Quietum, don't, I can't, I can't help you. Sian, no, I'm still waiting for the last time he helped me. He sobs, what a slut. Terrified, Sian struggles, but John shoves her back, tight against the wall, and laughs derisively. That's why you're buying a read around you, because you spread them for anybody, part any time. Sian whispering with terror, John, please don't. John, no, afraid not. A little black block is full. He brings his pulse pistol up and fires it. Muzzle. Puts his mother back against her neck. By a moment, Scorpio appears again. Scorpio, John, wait, wait, wait. Show him a bit patience. Tie her up. You'll save her for dessert. Kill the others. Then we can have a little bit of fun of her. John nosing his face to see his hair. Nice. I like that idea. Strikes her unconscious with the butt of the pistol. Carry back, cut back to Aaron. And Rigel to command. Rigel actually listen to the door. Hurry up. Do you hear me? Hurry up. Quietum's coming. And she comes up to him. He shakes a tall his face. He speaks, You're gonna sell me out, aren't you? When he comes you're gonna set his sides. Why do you know? I ain't lying, you know that? I know. Because you always lie. You have no integrity, no honour. You cheat, you steal, you stuff your face with that's you. Talks away from him, emits a yell of rage and charges a hover chair. It easily squats him down to a bit and he hits the floor and is knocked out. John he may be able to fully close the great silver door to the command. He was squeezed through <coughs> and entered his gun drawn aimed at us Aaron. He spins around to face him. His own gu- her own gun trained on him. Well, well, it's becoming a problem. Could have need professional help first. If first betrayed the peacekeepers, every value made since you were born. Now poor Sparky here, sneering. Tell me, Princess, when you're fat and old, do you have anything to look back on with pride? Aaron defers advisedly.
crazily. Is that it? I don't stop. Why don't you make another speech? You're a self-appointed sufficient little man. All you do is talk. You're a hero. Father's a hero, you know. He did things. You, you're just a test monkey. That's good at the first experiment. John laughing cruelly. That's his good. That's fantastic. Come on. We're fitted, fat-batted. Coming from fat-batted, Aaron glances down, well battery concerned. Peace covers shrink. He gangles without the gangly. Colby peers the sidelines again. When in a glitter, how insert ever created. Carrying a couple liqueur bottles. Colby's killer. That'll be, we have a pizza. I have some inkling to shit. Go on, John, killer. Do it, do it. John, nobody. He sit, w, he sit, turn, slow, turns, aims against Scorpius again. Aaron, eyes, you're talking to Finn here. Has me grazed as pizza. Scorpius, you're out of your mind, John. John, I know. With that, he blows Scorpius' heads off. Instead of dying, his head just explodes to a dozen little Scorpius' heads, all laughing at him. A twirl, roll, yeah, they just spit a beat, like little, so little, many bubbles. Darren mocking. Are you cracking up, little man? John, uh, he seems to have started himself in back in the reality. Aaron told him, well, Aaron, hello? John, I'm okay, Aaron, listen. Aaron, I know, I'm, I'm tired. I'm always listening to you. John spoke and anxious for her to hear him. Aaron, listen, I just shot a Scorpius. Aaron, steadily, shut up. You're wrong, you know. But when I'm old and fat, she glances down at herself. When I'm old, there's one thing I'm going to look back on. I was probably that it's killing you. John, Aaron, you wanted, you wanted me to shoot you. Be fired. And he misses him probably on purpose. The second she finds back missing her, break into various gunbell, both taking cover and running, hails a little bolts of widow, light at each other, until both her weapons are out of mission. Damn. Aaron dread. Have you got any spare courage? She's a response. John breaks from the cover with walker like crying brushes. Aaron, she goes to the scene, and they clash in hand to hand combat, and unless John held back his second gun. Later, back, cut to John, dragging the unconscious body Aaron back the corridor, the room where he's already got Diego, Shane and Roger tied up in front of the table, heaped with packages of crackers. They then flopped on the lounge or off to one side. John, hiya kids, Roger, as John cuffs Aaron's inert form to the heavy table leg. Get me, let me go, I command it, you miserable. John, no one's going anywhere, not even to Disneyland. Not for all you have breakfast of losers. He pours water to flourish, a flourish in Vernon's face. He goes on spitting, blurring as John skips gaily of Diego. Oh, look, everybody. Sunshine's awake. He kicks Diego a good one on the leg. Diego screams, Diego. Even on the restroom. Aha. Oh, that must hurt. Diego hisses dangerously. Sorry. Now that we're all here and not so happy, do you think we all could get around along for free microts? Diego, no. John crazy, no. But Diego, I need you to understand. He draws the gun in Diego's face. Our crackers don't matter. And with that, he fires, blowing a pile of crackers behind Diego's head. Serene's Rachel, and Senior screams. Diego jumps, drum laughs, and continues like a crazy. But woo! Have I got your attention now? Good. So class. Today's assignment is anyone. Anyone? Anyone? Pushes a huge oval swivel door. Room and pulls it shut to reveal Tenix. With an crude front high foot high letters on the back he yells a brand new car. No it's Telex Telex Rex double Telex. Since he's been on board we've been fighting about everything, including these. Lots of other pile crackers. I've been nineteen twisted as well. <coughs> Still am. Been seeing Scorpius like a guest starring on the Hawaii five O. Huh? How is that? 
takes a deep breath through his nose. But I realize something. Freaking nuts that I am. Her pulse has affected me. Why do you look? You won't really believe anything you're saying. John, shut up. That's a crack of pole next to Jojo's head. Jane's screaming to John. Fail you? John, you're past the pulses. So how are we acting even crazier? said Anne. Zan, stop bothering me. I'm busy. He rises and walks over the chair where she sits down. As it on, on an, or down and hugs herself. John, yes. Private time, no, no, moment number 303404. Here's a long haste. Tell him. Then you tell him. John says, Anne. John, when I was near Telex, I've been more affected than when I was in light. You made me feel she throw dreaming off. John, enough. Go for three, four, four, five, so. After another deep breath, have as much as I hate to do this. It makes three studios sounds of frustration. I'd ask you to help. Oh, no. Johnny makes a beepy sound like a tormenting weapon in a science fiction show. He brings his gun forward to bear on her. Wrong answer. He blasts the heap of crackers above her and laughs insanely as he yelps. It's covered with their shattered remains. Cut the party's den. The scene shifts between him and Daleks in the room. It's holed up in, in pilot, uh, um, a systems overload. Daleks in last a room. Varying with common ball now clad and he's described as a suit of armour. Need more light. Pilot, but why? I'm not sure I could, if I can. Takes more light. Pilot's Daleks there. He circles in his ears. All right. Takes hurling and veracity. True power, man, maniac. Can you feel it, pilot? Or the Moya is beginning to glow. I am magnificent. Cut the view, Moya, floating space, indeed glowing, beginning to glow like some huge, deep sea creature. Cut John and his bound shipmates who is trying to convince them to see things his way. John Hilton, look. I want you to look at what you're doing to Moya. Push the door open, the brilliant light emulating the walls and the corridor floods the room. Everyone squints except my so then he squirms. Look at the walls. Softly he stands. So in the doorway. The glowing look. Take away. Why would he want us to fight against each other? John, he wants us out of the way. So he creates light. Then, ah, I notice between pleasures. He is the hundreds of DRNs working. The clam- chambers are glowing. Diego, I think it's time we pay this creep a visit. Aaron, she snuffs crackers in her mouth. One free hand and kill him and do him. Do me. John, can I trust you? As Aaron, she picks more crackers off her f- front and munches them. No. John, at least you're honest. He does her cuff and scrambles her feet. Alan, whereupon she sees him by Vesta, says John. Aaron, now unless you plan on actually pulling a trigger, don't ever pull a gun on me again. John, I was making a point. Aaron, so was I. It pulls as leans close to him. John, don't stop. Focus here. He pushes away and scratches his ear as she goes and flees. The rest of the crew. Okay, Tonic said, we're attacked through our optic neurons. And that's how he's getting to us. But about now, but I can deal with it. Going to find a way to keep light and heat off me. I'm going to go there, there and kill him. Trying to surround you. Were you? I was saying you, you, you were near after him. Trying to, oh, yeah, well, are you one around here? Keeping vaguely under control. Rigel? Ah, says who? John says me, Buckwit. They go, you're no warrior. I'll kill Tonex. Aaron, no, you will not. I hope you're wounded. Diego talking over. No way. I want the first shot, John. Looking at the two bozos. You two kill each other before you get anywhere near to Danix. Trying to sensibly, sensibly, and also what John is right. You've got to do it. Diego, why? Shane, don't you get it, Furbo? Look, Quentin's the only one affected by Stelix because he's deficient. John, who's calling, who calling deficient? Shane, no, you. You've got the worst eyes out of all of us. That's why your optic nerves aren't being affected. 
John Outrage, I've got eye, great eyes. They're better than two hundred twenty. They're blue. So this size okay. So you can read very symbols on the basin over there. Cut to breathe through an Ivy Bush base metal basin that curved legs. You won't be able to fold. John glances at the basin and then snaps. There's nothing there. Rigel, with a little laugh, and he looks at the fancy sink and reads warning. Dago continuing. Don't flush the corrosives. Aaron flushing. Down the waste channel. Wait a minute. Isn't it the same sink Aaron washed the Eodo's glue solvent off back into RGS? I wondered why his problems. John with a sincere laugh. That's right. All right. It's a joke. Aaron. Excellent. If you're going to let Blue Eyes save the day, we better come up with a good, very good plan. She and the others troop out the room. Even John ran furiously by himself for a moment. I'm not John, not sufficient. I'm superior, human superior. Goes over the others. The others. Soon after, cut to Zan's lab. Smearing chunky pale green paste over his fa- face. John standing very still and cleaning sulkily. What the hell is this? Zan hate defeating many pace. You burn up in there without it. John smells like puke. Susanna PGS increases potency. John, it is puke. Dago, we're going to have to move fast. All day is glowing. Can John a little pair of goggles? John moaned silkily. He puts it on. I hate these goggles. I look like crap. Dago, stop whining. You sound like a Zemet. He joins John. Gives John his quarter bait. Only one thing gonna 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 stop you going blind in there. Aaron probably will anyway. Gives John him a shield to carry. Here, this may be some use to you. I made it out of some piece piece of umbrella. The stand up and so can blaze a pulse. John think of Sedan as she throws what looks like a tarp around his shoulder. So affecting the fair wrap. Put it on tight. John smug as he stands there looking like an idiot. Does it strike you any use of being beings as a being bigger on it? Do you know what? John knows a fishing one, and I'm still saving your butts. Do you know what oh, no, bend over? She pulls what looks like an old fashioned navy's cap over his head. We soaked his hands by a post for it over as long as we could. John straightened out great. I look ridiculous, don't I? Aaron Diego, Santa staying gazing, wording him. Aaron nods a bit excessively. Rigel is Seraline as he brings the final component, the champion, champion's armor. Don't worry, this is for disappearing device. Santa takes what looks like a strange, particularly large, taco vapor pendant, hangs it around Nan's neck. So no matter how ridiculous you look, he's then joined the rest of the crew to took the vey anyway. This may John begins to him begins to him the ride of the veil trees, strikes a master universe pose, quantum range to his uh, over his head, John Aaron nodding with conviction. We're going to die. Cut the view of Moya glowing as if she's about to run into Sarbus. Cut the corridor within her. Aaron Digger running a cable and cloaking device. John is wearing, staying at the entrance of the room where Jernex has to stop to shut. Dago retracts you to the micro low module in a transport hanger. John, have to find a drive out of ten microts. No matter, no mean me. I don't want to flow up. Aaron, when you get in here, cut off as many power converts as you can. It might reduce his strength so you can get close enough to kill him right away. John, looking over his shoulder into the room and bavering. Blame. Damn, it's bright in here. Aaron, you ready? He nods and Aaron comes. Rigel. Now, Rigel, only ten. Rigel cut to him sitting in the fire skate. One, replying in tone of one which he doesn't think he needs couldn't run him about what to do. He has cut to the corridor with John to his beard. Rigel, so much engine. 
John's working. There you go, hurriedly. It's going to. It's working, John. Go, John. John enters the room where Turnix is. Aaron and Diego feed out cable. Tex immediately aware. Someone's entered despite the crew's perpetrations. Big organic looking structure hangs the ceiling. Thick masses of thick toasted cables spread out from it. There's someone in here, pilot. Pilot, if I come, I see no one. Well, you cut to him in module 5 6. Cut to chambers. John, use a quadruple to cut one of the masses of conduit. Turnix wincing. No! What are you doing, pilot? Pilot in the sea. The screen cuts the pit second. Then he's dead. Nothing. Takes with my light. John hacks down another cable cluster. Vital cuts him in module. 9-10. Skips a beat and then continues beverly. 11-12. Cuts to the next chamber. Another one of the cables are slashed. Takes stop. He spots the moving cable and connects to John's cloaking device. Serves it with second last light. The eye spots John with his eye spots. John's invisible. Freezes for a second. Quite in her. John crack me, racks off another twist of cables. Cracks, you can't stop me, Quentin. I have the light. John, but humans are superior. He brings the quota down on another bunch of quartet. Quartet, Tonic fires back at him. Before blows the light from his eye spots, John ducks, forced to retreat. Tonic, you're too weak, Quentin. I'll kill you. He levitates and clings. Huge organic structure that hangs from the ceiling in the centre of the room. I'll get the light and take over your ship. And then John hacks back the conduit from the central... Su- Central structure, give me the light, 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 I need more light. He wails petrously and spasms, he starts to lose it. John opens the quota, his own gun mode and fires upon Tronix. He can't stop me, Quentin. The blast from the quota knocks Tronix to the floor, and John approaches him, ready to fire again. Go on, kill me. Well, there are thousands like me. We'll find another to find to make our light. When we do, we'll thread our plague. Arise up from your dumbness. I'll kill you all, John. Told me it's a mistake of bringing you on board. Instead of firing the contra, he uses it to his pedestal as a blade to drive it in Catalix, who screams and buzzes horribly, emits one last blast of energy from his eye spots to John the Ducks. Blast instead impacts the adrenal, great adrenal structure hanging from the ceiling. Everything goes dark. Later, cut to Moya, for your Moya, now glowing, moving through space. They cut to the central chamber where Dago. Why do you just sit and listen as Pilot addresses him? Podry, if I calm. <coughs> Pilot, I've talked with everyone else. All I can say is I'm totally sorry. Cut the briefly to him in his den. Take Samuel brought the worst out of me. Take your figure brought out the worst of us all, Pilot. Why do I processly? Yes, your apology accepted, Pilot. Deeply chastised. Thank you, thank you both. Signs off. They go to Rigel. I'm ashamed what I did, Rigel, anomaly. I thought you were going to kill me. Diego softly, I'm sorry, Rigel. Can you forgive me? By looking down, no. I got Diego, not yet. Cut to command with Byron, Trina, John and Zena, putting the furniture. Aaron moved back into place. Trina, you, that did it. John to Aaron, damn, that was heavy. How do you move it by yourself, Aaron? I don't know, I just did. She moves off. Turn it to John. Some of the things you said, John, splashed. Yeah, look, I'm sorry, really sorry, I'm sorry. Trina acting, acting a tough one. No, look, don't apologise, I press. How did you come up with all that crap? John glanced at Aaron, who's looking away. Don't, I don't know, Pip, it's just there. Then approaches you, Sedan. See that? Did I say something awful, Sedan? Sedan, don't, don't you remember? I seen him, Sedan. Sedan. John walks over to Aaron. Sedan, no, till it's triggered. Such an intense reaction. They have blanked everything out. She said, Whoa, I wish I could do that. No. Sedan, you look. You were your best out of all of us. You looked like you were having a great time. Took us a bit and leaves. John to Aaron, listen. Everything I said to her, 
Anne stopping him. Oh, I know. It's me too. She leaves. John sits and mutters himself. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. All the king's horses and all the king's men. Then is Anne. Hey, Anne, how do you, will you take it all back? How do we all take it all back? Says Anne, I don't know. John whispering. Yeah.